Welcome to the chat. This podcast is here to encourage and challenge you in your walk with Christ by inspiring women of faith. Chat means an informal conversation, and we can't wait for you to hear this episode of the chat podcast. Your host, Nina Evans, is a Christian marriage and family counselor, police chaplain, national speaker, author, and religion columnist for the Republic newspaper. The chat podcast originates from your gospel station, WYGS, a southern gospel radio station in Columbus, Indiana. If you'd like to sponsor the radio show or podcast, please contact WYGS at 812-373-9947 or WYGS.org. Welcome to the chat. The chat is brought to you by Moffat Aqua Systems of Greensburg and Aqua Systems of Columbus. I'm stepping out, out of the boat. Welcome everyone to the chat. I'm coming to you from the beautiful city of Columbus, Indiana. My name is Nida Evans and I am the host for the chat. It airs each Saturday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock on radio station WYGS, and it can be live-streamed from its website. The chat is also available through iTunes and Spotify. My guest today for the chat is Judy Snow. Judy is a wife, mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother. She is also a former family school partner with the Bartholomew County School Corporation. She has been on staff at Clarity for 13 years. We'll be right back with our chat. Welcome to the chat, Judy. Thank you very much, Nina. Good to have you here today. Will you tell us about your family? Sure. Uh, I could I could talk for hours about my family, so. <laughs> but uh, I've been married to my husband for fifty two years, and we have three children, um, and who um, are love the Lord, and their spouses are uh, they love the Lord. Their spouses are followers of Jesus too, and uh, we have fourteen grandchildren. Ten of those came to us through birth uh, into the family, and four came through marriage. And then uh, we have six greats, and last Friday we were at a uh, gender reveal for the seventh great on the way. <laughs> so we found out we're adding another boy to our family, so I, we're very excited about that. And um, I, I just say often that God is so smart that he created the family and what mm-hmm. a blessing it is and mm-hmm. how uh, we weep mm-hmm. together and we celebrate together and we help each other grow together so um, i'm very very thankful for my family you have several members in your family huh yes i do large family (laughs) yeah pretty large Uh yes will you tell us about your work what kind of work have you done in your past okay well actually i i feel so blessed that i was uh privileged to be a stay-at-home mom uh, for many years while my children uh, until my youngest child was about in kindergarten. And so uh, that was my first and best job I had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when we uh, moved to Columbus in 87, a couple years later, I, I um, became involved with a school corporation. I had prayed and asked God for a place to work that would use my educational background, but also 
uh, where I wasn't in a classroom. And so a wonderful opportunity came up to work with uh, family school partners. Back in the, uh, the old days, they were known as homeschool partners, but uh, we did have a wonderful uh opportunity to work with uh, as home visitors in the home and so that was a great blessing I worked with wonderful people there and I was there for 12 years Mm -hmm. and then uh, I knew that I felt like the Lord was leading me away from there and an opportunity came up with uh, what was then called the Pregnancy Care Center now called Clarity to be um, an assistant manager there and so that's how I finished out my years of employment uh, until retirement was working with Clarity and uh, became manager eventually. And uh, so that was a wonderful, wonderful place to work. I, I love their mission. I love the people there. And it was just a very, uh, I retired in 2014 and I still am connected with them and so appreciate the work they're doing. When did you come to know Jesus and have a personal relationship with him? Will you give us your testimony? Yes, sure. Well, um, I can remember when I was young, uh, I was in um, church. My parents became believers. As I was a preschooler at that time. And so we were in church for a few years, up through elementary, a little bit of elementary. And then my, my parents drifted away. And so I remember hearing the Bible stories and, and hearing about God uh, at that young age. But from that time on until, I mean, I was away from home and my parents rededicated their life, but I didn't have a really real church experience. Um, I do remember I, uh, as I, I was searching for what was true and, you know, what was my, I didn't really put it into words, but I was looking for what was true out there, you know. And so I went to college and uh, my freshman year of college, I attended a meeting for, um, it was, people that were interested in about God, and um, it was actually put on by a church. But when I, I went there, they said, well, we know that the Bible's not true. We'll start there. You know, that was the foundation of their meeting, even though it was a part of a church. And so at that point, you know, I was just pretty naive and was like, oh, the Bible's not true. Well, okay, then I better start looking for truth, you know, and uh, was married uh, a couple of years later, and uh, my husband was in the Navy, and, and we were stationed in Hawaii for three years after we were married. And, and then I lived near a woman who was very, very involved in those things that were not true, but they were spiritual, uh, things like reincarnation and psychic handwriting, horoscopes and telling fortunes, and you know Edgar Cayce, those types of things. And so um, I kind of picked up that and started reading materials, and uh, I didn't hadn't really developed a philosophy or anything from it. But I I was saying I was at that point I was believing that kind of thing, and uh, we came back to Indiana and, and were living in Indiana and had two small children by then, and uh, my husband and I were um, really uh, in the process. Ended up in, our family was breaking up, and we were in the process of of having a divorce. And so I knew I, my heart was really broken. I didn't want that to happen, but I saw no way that things could be repaired. And um, so I had a sister, though, who was uh, praying for me, and she had become a believer a couple of years prior to this time. And so um, I just remember one night, and actually I didn't, even want, I didn't want her to witness to me at all or to tell me anything about mm-hmm. God. So she told me all about what good things he was doing in her life and how he was uh, Mm. changing her and how much she was so dedicated to him and loved him. And I could listen to that, but I was really still very proud. 
and unwilling mm-hmm. to um, surrender, I guess. But I, I did reach a point where everything was falling apart in, in the family situation, and I just remember saying, God, I don't know how to be a Christian, but I'm going to find out, and then I'm going to become a Christian. And so that I called my sister and said, could I come to uh, church with you on Sunday? So I went to, to church with her, and uh, it was in a, a church that you know, shared, you know, you had a chance to come to forward in the when the service was over and, and make a confession of faith and be baptized. And so I learned the, uh, the gospel. I heard the message, and I uh, said, yes, I want this for my life. Uh, I went forward, and I, I was baptized, and uh, I knew that this, this day should have been one of the worst days of my life. And I said that to my sister. I said, I feel so high. I'm so lifted up, and this is the f- I, I should be very, very sad. And she said, that's the Holy Spirit. And so God just really lifted me out of that. And um, I will say this, too, Addis. Uh, you know, I thought at that point, well, now I'll be a divorced mother of two and be a Christian. But God had bigger things in store because mm-hmm. within just mm-hmm. a few months, uh, my husband had come to faith in Christ, oh. too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were mentored and shepherded, and uh, we went through some counseling and uh, our, with our pastor, we said our vows to each mm. other again, and our marriage mm. uh, was restored. And we had another son. And uh, actually, uh, this year in nineteen in September, we will celebrate our fifty second anniversary. So God mm-hmm. did a good work mm-hmm. and sealed that, you know, and, and brought real healing there mm-hmm. too. So. Mm-hmm. What a story of hope and and restoration that is for you, uh, Judy. Yes, it is totally. I mean, I've shared that many times with Mm -hmm. others that are struggling. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, God doesn't always do that way. I will say I've seen some that that didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, but he does work for good Mm -hmm. in every situation. What is your relationship with Jesus like today? Well, I would have to say that he is just uh, the biggest part of my life. He's always with me. Um, He is my truth. He's the anchor of my life, my rock that I am, and my foundation for everything, mm-hmm. and um, he's just the most important person in my life. It sounds like what they sometimes say, he's your all in all. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. Mm-hmm. has a description for yes. it. Mm-hmm. Do you have a passion in your walk with Christ? Well, you know, uh, when you, uh, we previously talked uh, about this and you uh, gave me this question to, to think about, you know, I had to go o- review in my mind, you know, what is my passion? And, you know, my passion is a love for truth. Mm-hmm. And so I, mm-hmm. that's why I love God's word. I love to have the truth inside. I love to live the truth. I'm still, he's still working on me in that area of living and walking out his, uh, you know, his truth. But, um, I loved to um, advocate for truth. I mean, that was one of the things in Clarity that one of their foundations is that, you know, there, every human life has value and uh, value to God and created by God. And so I, that's one of the reasons why I loved that uh, opportunity to mm-hmm. share that you are valuable to God. You are mm-hmm. um And so truth mm-hmm. uh, in our culture, you know, I, I love organizations that, well, they promote the truth and share mm-hmm. the truth in mm-hmm. our culture. And uh, so I th- I'm reminded of a verse about the, in Psalms that says mercy and truth. It talks about mercy and truth are met together. And I think that's such a good description of Jesus. But it's, 
is what uh, we all need. You know, the truth needs to be um, offered in mercy, and and that's um, very Mm -hmm. important to Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. That's a very strong uh, passion, it Mm -hmm. sounds like, with you, Judy, Mm -hmm. is that what more could anyone want for their first passion to be Mm -hmm. truth above all? And we find God's word Mm -hmm. is our guideline, isn't it, for truth? Jesus is the truth. His word is truth. He tells us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. What's an area or two in your life where God is working on you to make you more like Jesus? Well, I think of the study that we're doing in Genesis and um, how patient, and um, you know, we, the patriarchs and uh, we think of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the mighty names that come are in the scriptures that um, God, uh, they must have been perfect people. But uh, I'm in Bible study fellowship and this year we're doing that study in Genesis and it's been mm-hmm. so um God loved all those people, and even mm-hmm. when they had very evident flaws, that he continued to use them and care for them. And uh, so that's just a motivation to me to approach life humbly, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. approach the situations that I see humbly, that the study is helping me to appreciate that we're all broken, we need mm-hmm. God's grace, we mm-hmm. need his grace, and we need each other's grace. And so I think that's where I... Uh, when I find myself in a challenging situation, to try to see it from the other person's point mm-hmm. of view and, and extend God's grace there. Mm-hmm. That would be one area that I really need work. <laughs> That's an important area, too, yeah. isn't it? And like you're saying, we all do. Yeah, we we, do. And we can all improve. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So the importance yes. uh, of that. Mm-hmm. Um, like the chat theme song says, Stepping Out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a song about... Uh, Peter, you know, getting out yes. of the boat, uh, uh, and yes. God wanted to. Uh, well, He wanted God to uh, to bring him walk on water to Jesus, and yes. he ended up uh, taking his eyes, his focus off mm-hmm. of Jesus, and so then he started going down. Mm-hmm. But ha- when he got out of the boat, he was going to have to be stretched, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Yes. Yes, What's one area in your life where mm-hmm. God has been working on you to stretch you? Well, I was trying to reflect about that. Uh, what, when, when did God ask me to step out of the boat? Well, coming here is one, th- one time. <laughs> I think I've heard everybody else say that, yes. too. Yes. This is a real uh, new, new thing for me. So, yes. um, but I, well, the time I can remember that, that stands out the most to me is when... Um, I came on board with Clarity, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. the uh, job opportunity opened, and I, I was for the assistant manager, and I thought, oh, good, I can. Jackie Critton was the manager mm-hmm. at the time, mm-hmm. a wonderful lady, and uh, I, uh, I thought, oh, I can just work under Jackie, and that'll be great. Well, only a few weeks after I came on board, uh, her husband, ha- there was a cutback at Cummins, and he lost his job, and they had to move to Arizona, so... Then uh, I told Jim Bramlett, who was my executive mm-hmm. director at the time, I will not take that job as manager. <laughs> so he brought a, 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 a leader from Indianapolis Pregnancy Care Centers, and she worked with us for a year and mm. trained. And finally, you know, all the year along, I kept telling Jim, no, I'm not going to be that manager there. I'm not going to. But by the time the year had passed, I knew that God was leading me to do that, even though it was the scariest thing I'd mm-hmm. ever stepped into, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was, uh, it, it turned out to be, you know, God just did everything mm-hmm. to 
give me the grace to do that job and made it a great, great blessing that to even be associated with all those wonderful mm-hmm. people and all the being able to serve and love on the people who came in and uh, just it's a great, great ministry. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful that I God called me to step out and be involved in that. Mm-hmm. So all he wanted yes. was for you to trust him isn't that what getting out of the boat is all about yes is for you mm-hmm. to have to lean upon him yes. to trust him mm-hmm. to do whatever it is he wants you to do yes absolutely mm-hmm. let's talk about your prayer life okay. do you have a designated place to pray every day no i really don't um i you know i'm praying all the time i mean um you know they're I pray in the car, you know, if I'm driving, if I'm doing housework, any time, any place. It's just, uh, you know, I'm just a lot of times in constant conversation with God uh, as going through my day. So I, um, but there are times that I take and, you know, I, I, in a few groups, ladies groups, and we do share prayer requests so mm-hmm. that to sit down and specifically go over or uh, over the details of the requests that ladies have. So. Uh, but other times it's just a, co- a conversation that goes on all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Well, in your prayer life from early in the morning mm-hmm. to at night when you go to bed, will mm-hmm. you kind of describe all through the day when you're having conversations with the Lord? Well, I guess think I think I've learned as, as things arise in my heart that concern me, uh, mm-hmm. You know, from the morning, what what my day is going to be like, or maybe I have things to do during the day. Mm-hmm. You know, you begin with prayer, and that, like this morning, you know, I started praying about speaking on the radio. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, that's how that does. Uh-huh. Well, um, so as these things rise up, and they appear to be so big in my heart, you know, part of my uh, starting to pray over anything is I I need to start declaring the truth of God, who God is, exalting mm-hmm. Him. And repeating his promises from scripture and mm-hmm. just lifting him up. I'm trying to think. I, there's a verse in Isaiah 40:22 that says, He sits enthroned on the circle mm-hmm. of the earth. And that so helps me put mm-hmm. my problems and the issues that are around me in perspective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes by the time you've exalted him to where he, his greatness, now great he is, then you're, you're thinking, okay, well, what was that problem I had, you know? <laughs> because you've already seen that he uh, is so big that he can, uh, um, he's, can take care of it. He can take care of it. Takes and a focus off of you the fo- and puts that's it on exactly God, doesn't right. it? It is. He can take care of it. And there's another one, uh, from Jeremiah, uh, 32, see, that, um, Call on me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that mm. you don't know. So I, uh, I know that I can ask of God whatever is my burden and he is going to, uh, work. It may not be an answer exactly as I'm expecting it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so easy to step in there. So I say, now here's God. What I would like to see. Mm-hmm. Would you do this? And the, yes. but he has a better way. And so mm-hmm. I'm just really learning to say, you know, uh, I lift these burdens up to you, and uh, I know that you're able to take care of them. Help me to be faithful in the midst of them. Well, Judy, I'm enjoying listening to what your prayer life is like. We've got to take a a short break, and then we'll be right back with the chat. I'm stepping out, out of the boat, for the Savior is near. I'm stepping out. 
We're back with the chat, and Judy Snow and I are chatting about her prayer life. And so to continue on with this, there are a few things I still want to know about your prayer life. Judy, are there any prayers you pray specifically for yourself on most days? Well, um, I would say that I would be uh, faithful. Mm. Uh, to, and, and as I mm. face the different circumstances in my life, that God would show me my response. You know, you you move from th- thinking, God, please do this, please do this, mm-hmm. to thinking uh, as you get older and see how he's so much smarter than you are. <laughs> uh-huh. But thinking, okay, God, how can I respond to this situation? Mm. And, and so every, daily there are situations that come up like that. And wanting to know what's going to bring life into that situation, what's going to improve it rather than just mm-hmm. to how to, how can I get this fixed so I can, uh, you know, I'll be happy again or something. <laughs> you know, that kind of a thought. Uh, so. Sounds like kind of uh, asking for guidance, mm-hmm. how to handle things throughout the day. Does yes. that sound yes. right? Uh-huh. Sure. Well, if God could only answer two prayers for you, mm-hmm. what would they be? Well, I would say, of course, this is what I think many others have said, that all of my family, and there's four Mm -hmm. generations of us Mm -hmm. now, would be uh, faithful followers of Jesus Christ. And uh, and then uh, there's many other prayer requests, I would think, but I, I, I think it would be truth that truth would be lifted up in our day and hmm. there would become a longing for truth again in our country. Hmm. And that, that because when you long for truth, God is always there to mm-hmm. give you the truth when you mm-hmm. want it. Mm-hmm. A hunger for yes, the truth is what truth. it sounds yes. like you're, you're saying. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, we do see some of that now, but mm-hmm. we want to see more. We do. We yes, want we to do. see total mm-hmm. hunger yeah. of People mm-hmm. wanting to know the truth of God's word. Yes, absolutely. What's your devotion time consist of? Well, uh, again, I don't have a certain thing I do every day. Um, I'm, I'm, I have uh, two Bible studies and another book that I, I'm reading uh, in, in the process with three different groups that I'm in. And so mm-hmm. I have uh, those materials, sometimes uh, prayer, You know, sometimes reading the Bible, uh, it varies. It can all be put together. I may have time early and time later for those things. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I, you know, I don't. So I really don't have anything that I do every day. But I do mm-hmm. know that I need to read the Bible every day. Mm-hmm. That well, I will say I. I just contradicted myself. Okay. I do know that I, I need to read the Bible mm-hmm. everywhere. So even if I'm ready to go to bed and I realize I I haven't had time in the Bible yet, uh, I want to get that out and read it because mm-hmm. it just renews my mind and uh, that. That I need, I know I need my uh, spiritual food too. Mm-hmm. Of all the things that we can do in mm-hmm. a devotional time, mm-hmm. reading God's word is a must. Mm-hmm. Is an absolute must. And though devotionals help us and help us to focus, yes. reading God's word, even mm-hmm. if it's just a few scriptures, yeah. uh, that has to be something mm-hmm. that's a part of every Christian's yeah. life. Yeah. And I know there are many who do not mm-hmm. who no, do not read the Bible outside of the sermon that they hear mm-hmm. on Sundays mm-hmm. or at some time during the week. And so just the crucial importance mm-hmm. of knowing God's word and letting him speak to us mm-hmm. through his word, mm-hmm. how important that is. Yes, yes. You know, I remember as a new believer many years ago, 
Uh, I've been over 45 years. I've been a believer now. And uh, not, you know, not having a, I mean, we had Sunday school class, which was very helpful, but just not building that discipline in my life and mm-hmm. how it was a spiritual battle to even to get that established. Uh, mm-hmm. And then once that happened, I could tell the great difference it made. And it was such a, an important part of my life after that. I think Satan wants us to think we don't have time for that today. I've got A, B and C to do, and I don't have time for that. That's exactly what he wants us mm-hmm. to be thinking. Mm-hmm. And so we really that's a good time mm-hmm. to bring in a conversation with the Lord. Lord, will you help me yes. today yes. to take time for you mm-hmm. to be into your word and be in communication mm-hmm. with you? You yes. think I do. I do. I agree. Mm-hmm. Do you have a life's verse? If so, what is it? You know what a life's verse is? It's just a verse that God mm-hmm. gives to you, or verses. Mm-hmm. You know, most yeah. of us have more than exactly <laughs> more yeah, than right. one verse, but mm-hmm. at least one verse where God uses it in our lives. He'll bring it to mind at times mm-hmm. just when we need to have the strength and so forth from that. Do you have any of those? Well, I do. Uh, at this season of my life, uh, I've had many in the past. Like I say, I've been a, walking with the Lord for a mm-hmm. long time. But mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes 3.11 uh, says, He makes all things beautiful in His mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we have, uh, my uh, as uh, individually and as a family, and uh, we have journeyed uh, through many years now walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, we, you know, there are uh, occasions come up, looks the you think, how could this ever be fixed, or what's? Mm-hmm. And yet, God turns them into beautiful things. And so, uh, this is just a very uh, beautiful verse to me. It really ministers to me. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. we've just, you know, that is. Uh, we sell. We laugh about that and celebrate. I was telling one of my daughters that this verse. Uh, about this verse, and even though you know it's my daughter, they they still have the same perspective. Yes, 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 he does. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the richness that comes yes. from Bible study, mm-hmm. don't you think? Yeah. It grounds us. Mm-hmm. It gives. It makes a solid ground yes. for us to stand on yeah. uh, each day. Mm-hmm. Are there any other verses that God will bring to mind? Well, many of them. Yes. Um, like I mentioned earlier, uh, call unto me and I will answer. Well, I learned it in the King James Version. So it's mm-hmm. call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And so uh, always knowing. And then, uh, yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting mm-hmm. love. That mm-hmm. when I was really learning about God's love, that had really ministered to me. But um, there's just very so many of mm-hmm. them. Uh, I'm, um, mm-hmm. just knowing that uh, His Word is true and um, He's faithful to keep His Word, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, so you can't get that any other way than you being can't. in His Word. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, the, I, another one came to my mind was from Psalm 12. The words of the Lord are pure words, mm-hmm. as silver refined in the furnace mm-hmm. of the earth, and that is God's word is so pure and holy, mm-hmm. and then uh, so it's so trustworthy too. Yes, yes. Those are some excellent mm-hmm. verses for mm-hmm. you to have that bring strength to you. And mm-hmm. God encourages you with those verses and he helps you to focus on him through mm-hmm. those verses. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Are there any books of the Bible you're studying right now? Uh, well, I did mention earlier that uh, I'm in a Bible study fellowship doing uh, Genesis 
And that is just, uh, I've had many, many years ago in the 80s, I had done that. And it's just so nice to repeat it and have all this. The Lord just has all kinds of new things to teach and, and reveal and open up to me as I study. And um, then I'm also in a, a ladies group that is uh, doing uh, the life of Rahab, which is mm. taken out of Joshua mainly. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so that has been a... Um, encouraging study to, for ladies to talk about how God took Rahab's life and, mm. and just transformed it, uh, you know, made, brought her from being a pagan into being mm. a part of the line of Christ. So, Sounds like you're involved in more than one study right now <laughs> and that God is feeding you mm-hmm. in yes. different areas of your life from sure. these different studies that mm-hmm. you're doing. Yeah. Can you give, uh, let's say two, two of your favorite biblical accounts you know there are so many you know yes. the bible's full of them mm-hmm. but some that real couple that really speak to you well yes i did think about that and um joseph is one of course mm-hmm. uh, he's just uh, such a faithful faithful man and persevered under the worst of disappointments and the worst of rejection and persecution uh, even people lying, the Potiphar's wife lying about him and forget being mm-hmm. forgotten in the prison and all of those things. But he didn't stop having his faith in God and how seeing how God used that suffering. And we can really apply that in that um, so there's, uh, you know, something wonderful that can be ahead of us mm-hmm. as we walk through the journey of, of suffering and dying to self and mm-hmm. keeping our faith and eyes on God. And so... Uh, that I uh, really love his story and think of him of such a very, um, well, he wasn't, he kind of a foreshadow of Christ. Mm-hmm. I think some theologians mm-hmm. think of that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the uh, another one, there's many, but uh, as it was Ezra, and uh, Ezra was a scribe, and uh, he loved the Word of God, and, and uh, you know, he was part of the group that came back from captivity, mm-hmm. the second group mm-hmm. that came back when they were in Babylon, and when he returned to Israel with his group, um, he uh, began teaching the word of God. And, and as he had seen there, they had begun to disobey and intermarry with the pagan of the land. You know, he really grieved for that and really admonished the people to stand mm. on the word of God and live because God was being so merciful mm. to give them another chance after they had come out of Babylon. So just that he loved uh, the word of God and he was uh, admonished mm-hmm. his um, his country, you know, as a leader, a spiritual leader to obey the word of God and and to be um, very thankful that for the chance that God gave them to return to, to the land of Israel. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'd like to know what are two of your favorite biblical women you know as women we know who the women are yeah. in the bible don't we <laughs> yeah. we all Should know that uh-huh. we may not know all the men but yes. we know the women <laughs> and what they stood for and what we've we can learn and have learned mm-hmm. from them in the past what are two of your favorite and why yes well uh what the first person that came to my mind was ruth and um ruth was uh just she had the some of the same character qualities we see in Joseph that she was so uh she wanted to know the people of God she followed Naomi faithfully and she humbled herself and was very uh just a servant's heart and um she persevered when they had nothing and 
to the point that, you know, Naomi's life and hopelessness was turned around and, and Ruth was just seemed to be so willing to give and serve and, and, uh, that, she, and, and again, God blessed her that she was able to be in the, uh, genealogy of Christ mm-hmm. through that. Mm-hmm. And so I, her temperament, I, I just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, appreciate to see that mm-hmm. kind of character qualities displayed. So what does that teach you? How Judy should yes, be really. <laughs> How's that speak to you, Judy? That's right. Well, it's just exactly where I need to persevere and, and choose selflessness over mm-hmm. what, what's going to make me, uh, happy and, and, I bet Ruth ended up being very happy herself. I would, mm-hmm. I would say, if she, as she, you know, came into this wonderful family, and uh, and it, it's kind of a romantic story too. Mm-hmm. You know, if mm-hmm. you use your imagination, I guess a little bit. <laughs> we women pick yeah. up on that, don't we? <laughs> we do, don't we? <laughs> so, um, uh, and then uh, the other person I, I thought of was uh, Rahab, as mm. we are in a study of Rahab right now, mm-hmm. and. Um, just that, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, her faith, she heard the stories about God and she believed mm-hmm. him even more than the Israelites did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were, you know, and it made her willing to give up everything she had because when they came, when Israel came in to destroy the land, they were going to take Jericho out, everything. And so she mm-hmm. was thinking of her family and mm-hmm. trusting uh, that God would lead her to a way to save her family. And they did. And even though she lost her home and her mm-hmm. uh, all that she was familiar with, that she mm-hmm. she wanted God that much, she believed that the life of faith was mm-hmm. worth that, and so that uh, is again uh, just a willingness to, um, to you know have your faith be willing to uh, carry you through, even if everything mm-hmm. you lose everything in the midst mm-hmm. of it. You know, she didn't mm-hmm. lose her family, she didn't lose her faith. Her, you know, the knowledge of God, and 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 so she eventually became uh, mm-hmm. had the honor to be in the genealogy of mm-hmm. Christ because of all those, well, because God chose her to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what did you learn from her? How does she speak to you in relationship to how God wants to use her in your life? Well, just be being willing, you know, look at seeking to know the Lord's will and. And being willing to be used, and being willing to be um, give up what mm-hmm. I need to give up in order to, for God's purposes to come about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we willing to? That's yeah. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, Judy, we've got to take another break, and so we'll be right back with the chat. Welcome back to the chat. Judy, I think that now I want to get into mentoring and how important that is in a woman of faith's life. Have you had a mentor or mentors in your Christian walk? Well, I actually, the God has been very good to me. Um, I have. And uh, starting out with my sister, I mentioned her mm-hmm. early, came to faith before I did. But we had, we were in the same church for several years and she just uh had been my mentor just as a person all my life she's my older sister so mm-hmm. everything i did she was there for me mm-hmm. but uh then she began to uh mentor me in the faith and that was very mm-hmm. and, and another woman that's interesting in that small sunday school class i was in 
she had been through an almost breakup of her marriage too, mm-hmm. and that God had really redeemed uh, mm-hmm. all of that and brought both of them to faith in Christ. And so I really, she really encouraged me too as we walked out the journey of uh, mm-hmm. uh, that early part of our journey to uh, our, for our marriage restoration. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had uh, so, so that Sunday school class was very uh, in early my early walk. It was in the old days where you know. Uh, you just had a Sunday school class and every week, you know, young mm-hmm. adults, the senior class and all that. Mm-hmm. Now they, they go by subject matter a little more, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, but at least our church does. But um, And then I've been in BSF groups, Bible Study Fellowship. Um, I was in uh, BSF, Bible Study Fellowship in uh, the early 80s is mm-hmm. when I began for a few years. And that was mm-hmm. a very, you know, I, and and then in Bible Study Fellowship leadership, uh, there's a lot of training goes on and mentoring there. And uh, and I'm in a small group of yet ladies right now, and we kind of mentor each other mm-hmm. and hold each mm-hmm. other accountable. Mm-hmm. And uh, and a lady in our church for years and years, she's moved away now. I'm sad to say, but uh, Gina Pletcher, uh, she led a ladies' Bible study for many many years, and um, that was uh, very helpful. Uh, and just we all encouraged each other, and so. I really looked to her as a one who had a lot of influence, and cr- mm-hmm. she created some of these Bible studies herself. Many, mm-hmm. some of them were K. Arthur studies mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Uh, other uh, uh, studies. But she, Gina, did a great job and just really uh, motivated me to want mm-hmm. to to continue mm-hmm. and go deeper and study. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that's so. God has provided some mentors in my life, and uh, sometimes He provides what we call peer. Mentors. That's good. We may be the same age, close Mm -hmm. to the same age, around the same age, Mm -hmm. and we learn from each other. Yes, things in our Christian walk Mm -hmm. that will make us more like Christ if we are obedient to to those things. Yes, and you know, uh, another group of mentors when I worked at Clarity, Mm. uh, my I. Uh, for years, Jim Bramlett was my executive director, but then uh, after Jim took another position, Tim Bond became mm-hmm. the executive. Mm-hmm. Both of those people, I mean, mentored, were such uh, leaders, mm. and they mentored, and they just uh, encouraged all of us. I, I tell you, I can't, you know, I, mm. I know I've I've gone on and on about that, but I that was a wonderful place mm. because you were not only getting the opportunity to use your gifts and callings, you were being mentored mm-hmm. for through them and uh, and our board uh, there too. So I yes, that that's a wonderful thing. That, uh, mentoring each other and mentoring and did it many different ways can take place. So many mentors mm-hmm. and there are things, don't you think, that you learned from each one? Yes, uh-huh, absolutely, in different ways. Uh, Very good. Well, let's talk about struggles now, Judy. What are some of the struggles that you've had in your uh, walk of faith? Will you tell us at least one? Sure. I, uh, well, I've got plenty to tell. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, and you know, in the beginning of my walk of faith, it was a struggle of uh, marriage reconciliation. and, mm-hmm. and re- But then, um, you know, as we've uh, journeyed for many years together, um, we, I had uh, in my as a young woman and um, mother of two, and then later a mother of three. I had um, problems with depression, mm. and really, um, you know, I know not everybody's problem is the same with depression. I will say that ahead mm-hmm. of time, but I, uh, it really impacted uh, my life in that I would uh, wake up very 
happy and feeling very good in the morning and it was like a big cloud would come over me and I would just be overwhelmed with a sense of darkness mm. and mm-hmm. and uh, I would have never done this but I did ha- would give me thoughts of suicide and things like that and uh, it was through some uh, study and learning about uh, um, forgiveness mm. and uh, spiritual warfare mm-hmm. and so I had uh, built up some different places of bitterness in my heart that, you know, you kind of stuff them down and think mm-hmm. they'll go away instead mm-hmm. of really dealing with the situation. And as God began to show me to, um, to that I needed to clean this out, and so just one by one, I took the, the hurt and the uh, things that I was holding on to and released them uh, to him and, and forgive, forgave that person in my heart. And if I needed to go to someone and ask their forgiveness mm-hmm. too, I did mm-hmm. that. And so that began to just lift my spirits and, um, and then recognizing that our, the word of God is our weapon and mm-hmm. that the enemy is yes. going to come and tell you lies and you got to take up your sword and, and, uh, fight. And so learning to do that along with cleaning out, doing mm-hmm. my part, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, after I learned that, I probably that uh, the enemy, and I know my depression was from Satan. That it was he, you know, try it came back a little bit, and I would just say in the name of Jesus, mm. leave, and it did. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, that has never ever come back. And that was probably mm. thirty five, forty years ago. Uh, learning that was things that were really crippling to me and and kept me discouraged. Uh, were gone, and mm. uh, so that's my one one of the struggles I dealt mm-hmm. with early on, and I know that's not an uncommon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know some depressions are caused by different things, mm-hmm. but uh, mine was a, a, absolutely a spiritual warfare one. Uh, you know, as you uh, raise your family, and uh, you know that again, uh, we had a situation with a teen pregnancy, an unplanned pregnancy. Um, we faced another daughter that had a divorce, and uh, and my dad had a stroke, and we've de- we've dealt with the death of our parents and mm-hmm. those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So, um, we you know it's not like we've had everything. Uh, we have had struggles in our journey, you know, and uh, even um, uh, one of the ones that comes back to me that's hard to talk about even. That our son was uh, away at war. He wasn't mm-hmm. hurt, but he was a helicopter pilot, a medevac pilot in Iraq for mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. And that was a really tough year to, mm-hmm. to walk through and uh, know that he was there and, and at risk. And, and so I was, you know, we were really, really thankful to God that he brought him through that and, and brought him home safely and everything. So that would be. A tremendous weight, but just to know that God is there to yes. listen to you, and yes. when you ask Him for His protection yeah. over your son, mm-hmm. that He gladly yes. gives it. Yes. He gladly gives it. When you were talking about your depression, and yeah. in your case, you feel like it was unforgiveness issues. Let me tell you, you know, I'm a marriage and family counselor, yes. have been for almost thirty years, and one of the most common causes of depression is exactly that unforgiveness in people's lives and many many people don't realize that but it very much Mm -hmm. uh, can be a cause uh, of uh, depression well judy in your times of depression has god brought to you a particular song or a specific song that he's used to minister to you to bring you peace to calm your heart, to give you strength? 
Well, uh, like I say, the depression, i that was 30 or 40 years ago mm-hmm. that I was delivered out of that. But that doesn't mean you don't have ups and downs. Yes. And so certainly uh, God has really uh, been with me. And the song that I uh, had loved was that... Uh, Holiness and and it was a, I was in a study and and uh, what made me like that song so much was uh, I was in a study of, and about uh, it was about characters of leadership and that mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. just when I heard that I thought these are the character qualities that I wanted just it's kind of the longing of your heart mm-hmm. to uh, holiness is what I long for well you know that's what God longs for too and so yes uh, that. Um, that that this song that uh, we've talked about is uh, one that means it's it's kind of what's in my heart. Mm-hmm. I think we should all listen to the song that Judy has picked out for today for all of us to listen to that ministered to her through the years. That song she says is holiness. And in that song, it says, holiness is what I long for. Let's listen now.
Judy, thank you for that song. That does have a lot of power, mm-hmm. a lot of strength yes. that God is able to not only give to you, but I'm sure will minister to many listeners mm-hmm. today. In closing, I'd like to give you a couple of minutes mm-hmm. to say something to our listeners that right now will encourage them in their walk with Christ. Has God laid anything on your heart that he wants you to talk about? Well, as I, I again, uh, just reflecting back, I'm, you know, like 71 now, I'll be 72 this year, and I I look back a lot on what he's done and what uh, the great hope that God offers uh, for any life, for anyone who comes to faith in Christ and, and gives their life to him. And that uh, he just, he is um, that power that we need to walk daily out. And the, the knowledge and the promises that with him all things are possible. And that's kind of one of the verses you asked for mm-hmm. earlier that kind of, mm-hmm. with God, all things are possible. And, uh, you know, Paul to the Corinthians and Second uh, Corinthians said, you know, don't lose heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I know that people face difficulties of life and and they seem so big when we're in the midst of them. And they are big. Mm-hmm. It's not that. But he mm-hmm. says, don't lose heart. And uh, and another verse that kind of right next to that one is our temporary light affliction works an eternal weight of mm-hmm. glory in us. So all of the things that God's doing we, we, then and that the things which are seen are just temporary all this world but uh the things that are not seen are eternal and so mm. God just um wants us to to be mindful of that he's working in mm. us uh for his a good for our good and for his glory and so um I just uh, want to encourage people that um to persevere in your difficult mm-hmm. circumstances and celebrate and enjoy the glories and wonders of what he does in the good times and that he is uh, a constant he's unchanging he's faithful mm-hmm. and so uh, so thankful that he worked in my life and brought me through the things he did so that i could know him more and more mm-hmm. never ever give up mm-hmm Don't you think that's what you're saying Mm -hmm. and encouraging our listeners to Mm -hmm. hold on to never give up Mm -hmm. because God will provide. He will strengthen. He will do all the things that you have talked about, Judy. Everything that he calls us to walk through, he's there with us on the journey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he will strengthen us. Many times we get weak. Yes. I know I do. Mm -hmm. And he wants to strengthen He wants to provide for us as only God Mm -hmm. can do, as Mm -hmm. only he can do. Judy, will you close our time in our chat today with a prayer? Lord, we come to you today and we are so thankful for your uh, just your awesome presence and the awesome work and that you are uh, omnipotent, that your power is everywhere and that you never stop working, Lord, and you are so faithful to us, and that we can come to you and lay down our burdens, and you are the one who will carry them for us. And uh, we praise you, Lord, for providing a way for us to our lives to be redeemed through Christ, and that we have hope of eternal life with you uh, as we receive and believe and embrace the the truth of Christ and walk that journey with him. 
And so we thank you, God, that life has uh, always, um, you, you take us from death to life, and we can be walking around, Lord, dead when we don't know you, but we thank you for the life of Christ that is in us, and we praise you in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Judy, for coming to chat with me today. It's been great to hear about your relationship with Jesus. You've been such a blessing to me, and I'm sure to each of our listeners. And thank you, listeners. I've appreciated your tuning in to the chat today. I look forward to future times when we can once again sit and have a chat. Near, I'm stepping out, cause he wrote the song.